Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, Hustle Sainly Squad, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, thank you so much for deciding to hit play on this episode. I am just truly so grateful for every single one of you who tunes into the show. Can you believe, like truly, can you believe that the podcast turns three next month. That is so wild. And I am just so proud of this space that we've created together. It really is my honor to meet you here every single Tuesday to teach you tools and strategies to help you create your most peacefully productive life. And I just can't believe that it has been three years. Like that's a lot of episodes, y'all. But today's episode is actually a part two from last week's episode. So if you missed that one, I recommend going back and listening to it before you continue on with this one because they just kind of jive together. You know, you don't want to listen to part two before you hear part one. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, okay. People are always on the hunt for tips to be more productive. And how do I know? Ask me how I know, because I can see what things people search for on Google that leads them to my website, the power of SEO. Okay. But in last week's episode, I shared five healthy habits to help you be more peacefully productive. And today I'm going to share five more tips with you. So tips six through 10. And here's the thing. I, which you are probably not surprised, have no shortage of productivity tips for people like my cup runneth over. But as I was brainstorming for these two episodes, I made sure to pick out the best of the best habits that I have seen make a legit difference in my own life when I am consistent with them. So yes, these are habits that I have weaved into my life over the last few years emphasis on that last part, okay, over the last few years. Before we start in on the next five habits from last week, I just want to encourage you that these habits, like this is not an all or nothing vibe. Hardly anything Hustle Sanely related is ever an all or nothing vibe. So don't feel pressure to do all 10 of these right now, especially if they're all brand new to you. Go ahead and choose one to two and focus on implementing those into your life in a sustainable way because when things are sustainable, then we are consistent and when we are consistent, that's where real change happens. Hustling Sanely is less about making these big overwhelming like life overhauls and more about honoring the season you're in and making small adjustments and tweaks often to support yourself in being the woman that you want to be on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Okay, so 
that being said, let's quickly, and I mean quickly, recap the first five habits that I shared last week before jumping into the new ones. So the first five habits to help you be more peacefully productive, again, I shared these in last week's episode, are number one, having regular check-in meetings. Number two, taking a midday break to reset. Number three, using Hustle Sanely 5 every day. Number four, building rest into your schedule. And number five, journaling in the morning and at night. Again, if you want to deep dive into any of those or all of those, go back to episode 146 from last week. And now we can get into habits six through 10 to help you be more peacefully productive. Okay, so number six is celebrating small wins. All right, hear me out. I know some people are going to hear this one and just kind of shrug it off because it's more frou-frou and less like tactile, if you know what I mean. But like I told you earlier, I am only sharing habits that have actually helped me be more productive. So I had to include this one to like be fair, okay? I used to be such a destination-focused kind of gal. I would put my blinders on and run full throttle toward my goals without paying attention to what my life looked and felt like on the way there. That's where burnout, overwhelm, crappy mental health, and shallow relationships took over my life, okay? When I started to put less emphasis on the goal destination and more emphasis on my journey on the way to the goal, things really shifted for me. So how can you do that? How can you focus on the journey more? By celebrating small wins along the way. So doing this keeps your tank full so you can continue moving forward toward the goal without crashing and burning or running on E, okay? So for example, one of my big goals in this season of my life is to get the nursery done for baby E. Now, if I was focused on just that, getting the nursery done, I would be so stressed out right now because the nursery is nowhere near done. Like, I'm actually sitting in the room that's going to be the nursery recording this. It's Adam's old office and it is chaos up in here. And I think I have mentioned on the show before, but we're having a shed installed out back and that's where we're moving all of Adam's stuff into. Um, It's going to be air conditioning. Don't worry. We live in Florida. I would not do that to him. Um, So right now we have nowhere to put all of his stuff, which means that we can't really do the nursery yet. So right now his office is like, half nursery storage and half his office. So if I was focused on just the goal, which is getting the nursery done, I would feel like a failure and I would feel very stressed out right now. But what we have done so far is we cleaned out his office so there's less clutter in here to move out to the shed whenever it comes. And we also, uh, whenever we cleared the clutter, it made space for us to have that corner in here where we can keep stuff that we have been gifted or have bought for the nursery, okay? So those two small wins are getting us closer to the big win of finishing the nursery. So I'm choosing to celebrate those rather than focus on the nursery not being done yet. I'm focusing on what I can control. And I'm 100% sure that everybody has heard that saying like, focus on what you can control, but that's like what it looks like in action. So this can be applied to any goal that you're working toward. Celebrate the small wins and watch how much more peacefully productive your life is. 
Healthy habit number seven to be more peacefully productive is having quiet time built into your days. Now, let me just tell you, if you're anything like me and you grew up in like a Baptist church or something, when you hear quiet time, you think of like devotionals, like sitting and like... (laughs) you know, reading the Bible. That's not what I'm talking about here. Okay. I mean like actual time in your day that is quiet, like shh, that kind of quiet. One of the biggest hindrances that I used to struggle with when I was trying to get stuff done and be productive was limiting beliefs swirling around in my mind. And usually nine times out of 10, those limiting beliefs had to do with comparing how much I was or wasn't doing to how much someone else was doing. And how did I know how much someone else was accomplishing? because I was consuming his or her content online. Now, listen, I am all about consuming good quality content. I love reading. I love listening to podcasts. I love watching Instagram stories and YouTube videos, but I have got to have boundaries around that stuff for the sake of my own mental health. I've learned that when I am over consuming content, even good content, even good quality content, that I'm just cluttering up my mind. So my solution to this is to have quiet time built into my days. For me, it's when I shower. When I shower, I do not consume any content. Instead, I let my mind kind of decompress in the quiet. I used to watch YouTube videos in the shower, but now I just chill. I just let my mind decompress. So maybe for you, this looks like having quiet drives to or from work, or maybe you don't listen to anything while you go on a walk in the morning. Just pick something that you do every day. So for me, showering, I shower every day and make that your designated quiet time activity. Not consuming something all the time has created brain space for me. And when I have a less cluttered brain, I can be more peacefully productive. The time has come. The wait is over. Our 2023 paper products are ready for you to pre-order and I could not be more excited if you cannot tell by how I feel like I am screaming at you through this microphone. (laughs) But I'm going to be honest, this episode is being recorded before pre-orders opened. So I really can't tell you how much we have left of each item or else I would. But what I can tell you is that as of right now, we have over a thousand people on the wait list to pre-order and we're only getting 1300 planners that are going to be delivered to us for us to give to you. So I'm going to go ahead and say that if you want to make sure to get your hands on a 2023 Peacefully Productive Planner, you need to go do that sooner rather than later. Okay. We only order one batch of these babies. So once they're gone, that is it. So head on over to hustlesanely.com to snag your 2023 Peacefully Productive Planner. And heck yes, before you ask, I will be hosting the Best Year Ever workshop in December. It's going to be pre-recorded this time. I usually do it live, but I am not about to do that live with a newborn, okay? So uh, it is happening. The Best Year Ever workshop is happening because I love helping you set up your planner so that you can head into 2023 clear on your vision and equipped to make it come to life. But go to hustlesanely.com, pray that there are some planners left if you haven't gotten one yet, add it to your car and let me help you hustle sanely. All right, let's get back into the episode. Habit number eight to help you be more peacefully productive is 
it's kind of a two for one. Okay. I couldn't pick one of these because in my mind, they just go together so well. So you're really getting a two for one. Okay. So habit number eight is batching your weeks and time blocking your days. So if you want to talk about tactical time management strategies, here we freaking go. These are my top tier tools to help me stay focused on what matters, not be pulled around by distractions and make real progress on my goals week after week. I especially use these strategies in my work life as an entrepreneur. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time chatting about them because if I let myself go, I could talk about these two things for an hour, which actually inside of my Create Your Peacefully Productive Schedule course, I do a deep, deep dive into both of these. But I do want to give you an overview of what these things are and how they help me to just kind of live a peacefully productive life here on the show. So I'm going to tell you what each of these things are. So batching is doing the same task over a period of time to refrain from doing it day to day or week to week. So it's basically work smarter, not harder in action. Batching is a way to preserve both your time and your energy because batching makes it to where you're not constantly having to mentally shift from task to task. You can focus on doing one type of task, which preserves energy and helps you get into a flow state with your work. So time is saved when you're batching because you're not wasting time starting and stopping the same task multiple times per day because you're operating in that flow state. The quality of work that you produce is higher. So how I practice batching is I assign a focus to each day of my week and I do tasks that fit into that category. I have my week down to a well-oiled machine at this point and 99% of that is thanks to batching. So that's a little sneak peek at batching. And then time blocking, you've probably heard of this one. It's a well-known time management tool where you divide your day into blocks of time, hence the name, you know what I'm saying. But each block is assigned a specific task or a group of tasks. And during that time block, you only work on the task that you've assigned to it. This strategy helps us to stay focused on a single task or like a group of tasks that kind of go together with a less likely chance of giving into working a little bit on like 15 different things at once, really not getting much done and sending ourselves into a tailspin of overwhelm. But during each time block, you work on whatever is assigned, nothing else. You can choose different amounts of time for each task. And of course, different tasks are going to require different time blocks. As you practice, you'll get better at learning how much time to allocate for each task. So basically, I create a schedule of how I'm going to spend my time each day. And that is how I time block. Because of batching and time blocking, I'm never sitting there wondering what is a priority and what needs to be done. And I'm never wondering when or how I'm going to get everything done because everything just has a place. When you use these two things together, it is pure magic, I am telling you. But remember, say it with me now. You know where I'm heading with this. Our schedules and routines are tools, not chains. So after just giving you that little bit of information about both of them, I really do feel like I need to do a full episode to just deep dive into these. So maybe I'll add that to our, our podcast episodes to create list. So that is habit number eight. Habit number nine that is going to help you be more peacefully productive is turning notifications off 
So I'm talking about email, text messages, social media, all of that, and having designated times to answer your emails and messages. Now, I've shared this on Instagram before, but the only notifications that I have enabled on my phone are the Libby app, which this one's kind of random, but it's so I know when library books that I have checked out are ready for me. I have the notifications for the Pep Talks app turned on, and this is just the um, app that I use to send affirmations to my phone and my Apple Watch. And then I do have notifications turned on for phone calls. Having everything else turned off so that I have to manually go in and check them has saved me so much mental energy and time. Like I cannot even tell you. Phone boundaries have been the biggest gift when it comes to being peacefully productive in my own life. And not only do I keep my notifications off, but I have designated times to check and respond to text messages, emails, and DMs. Otherwise, I feel like I would never be able to focus on a task for more than like three minutes without having a ding or a vibration snap me out of focus and distract me. Making real progress on my goals happens when I commit to windows of deep focused work. You can't have that if your phone is constantly disrupting you. You know what I'm saying? So I know you guys love a concrete example. Same, same. Me too. So I'm going to share with you how I handle emails and text. So for emails, I check and respond to them two to three times a day. I do not leave my inbox open all day long. I used to and I never got a dang thing done because I felt the need to check and respond to emails as they were coming in. So that's for my personal email account. Now for our Hustle Sanely customer service support inbox, we have set hours for that as well. Now with my personal account, I don't worry about telling people when I'm going to respond to their emails. I just get to them when I can. But with the customer support inbox, it's a little bit different because that is where people go when they need customer support, obviously, hence the name of the inbox, right? So for that one, we have an automated message that gets delivered to anyone who sends a message to our inbox. And that message, that auto message that they get, it has our inbox hours and about how long they can expect to wait to hear from us. Communicating this to every customer takes the mental pressure off of me as a business owner to attend to every email as it comes in. And now I have a VA a virtual assistant who handles that inbox for me. So I don't even have to worry about it at all. Bless her because uh, that used to stress me out handling that email inbox. But we still use the automated response strategy to clearly communicate our business boundaries to customers and students. So that's how I handle emails. And the time of day that I answer emails, I always start my day checking my inbox just to see like what came in while I was sleeping or whatever. Sometimes I check it after lunch, not always. That's why I said two to three times per day. And then um, I check it as like one of my last work tasks for the day just to make sure nothing came in that's going to like affect my morning or anything like that. So for text messages, it's kind of the same. I sit down and answer text messages two to three times a day. Now, I've created this boundary for myself and I've clearly communicated it to my friends and my family too. They know that if they need to get a hold of me quickly, that texting is not the move to just give me a call. Now, somebody asked me on Instagram how I communicate this boundary with my loved ones. So I actually have like a little script for you to use as a guide. So this is kind of along the lines of what I say to my friends and family or my loved ones to let them know like how I handle text messages. 
For my own mental health, I don't have notifications for texts turned on. I check my personal messages one to two times a day and I respond then. It helps me be more productive at work and have solid work-life balance. If you ever need to reach me for an emergency, call me and I'll know it's urgent. Otherwise, I answer texts during one of the windows when I'm checking messages. Now, I know that it might feel cold to say something like that, but I'd rather that than holding in a bunch of resentment toward everyone for always expecting a response to a text immediately. You know what I mean? Plus, when we display healthy boundaries in our own lives, I feel like it kind of, I don't know, inspires other people to do it for themselves and everyone wins because boundaries benefit everybody, truly. Because of communicating this boundary, I never feel pressure or guilt to answer answer a text immediately, I get to decide when that happens and it really helps me with taking ownership of my time and being more productive. That brings us to healthy habit number 10, the last one to be more peacefully productive, and that is treating your body like a temple. Now, I didn't mean for this to sound so bible but hey, the Bible does it best. You know what I'm saying? So uh, what am I talking about here? What do I mean treating your body like a temple? What you put in your body matters and how you move your body also matters. These are two things that are very much in your control and that very much affect how you show up for your life. Your output, aka your productivity levels, your mood, your mindset, your energy, like so much of how you behave in your daily life is because of how you're treating your physical body. Honestly, back when I was in SLP grad school and working three jobs, people used to be blown away by how well I handled doing all of those things at once. Like that's why I started Hustle Sanely because people kept asking me how I was doing so much with such a positive attitude. And I credit a lot of that to the physical healthy habits that have been a part of my life since I was in my early 20s. Even during that extremely busy season of my life, I made it a priority to drink a gallon of water every day, get in six workouts a week. I was very much into weightlifting and HIIT training at the time, so high intensity interval training. And I would meal plan and meal prep so that my body was being fueled by good quality food choices between work, lesson planning, studying, class and going to practicum. So my favorite tips for treating my body like a temple, I have four things that kind of, they're just like my go-to. They're like my baseline for treating my physical body well. And I want to share them with you just so that they can kind of get your wheels turning to either use these four for yourself or to create your own. So for me, like I said, my favorite tips for treating my physical body well, moving for 30 minutes every single day, HS5, move for 30. If you know, you know. Number two, drinking 100 to 120 ounces of water, getting seven to eight hours of sleep, and choosing mostly whole real foods when I am making my meals. So they're not complicated because they're not supposed to be. I really do feel like I could do a whole episode just on this. I am so passionate about taking care of our physical bodies because they affect so much of what's going on on the inside. If you didn't know, I actually used to work as a certified personal trainer when I was in my 20s. So health and fitness is just a big passion of mine. So I could really do like a whole podcast episode just on that. But anyway, that is what I've got for you today. Healthy habits six through 10 to help you be more peacefully productive. Now, okay, 
I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of summaries and recaps. Like when I'm reading a personal or professional development book and they have those like little summaries or recaps at the end, it just makes my heart so happy. So I'm going to quickly run through all 10 habits one more time just so you can really soak them up. Now, reminder, we talked about habits one through five in last week's episode, okay? So habit number one, having regular check-in meetings. Habit number two, taking a midday break to reset. Habit number three, using Hustle Sanely 5 every day. Habit number four, building rest into your schedule. Habit number five, journaling in the morning and at night. Habit number six is celebrating small wins. Habit number seven, having quiet time built into your days. Habit number eight is batching your weeks and time blocking your days. Habit number nine is turning notifications off and having designated times to answer emails and messages. And habit number 10 is treating your body like a temple. And there you go. I am telling you, these 10 habits really do help me live a peacefully productive life. And I am so confident that they can do the same for you as well. Let me know over on Instagram which one you are the most stoked about, the one that you are just like, okay, I have got to start weaving this into my life immediately. I love seeing you listen to the show on Instagram stories stories. It makes my day like I cannot even tell you. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Go buy yourself a 2023 planner if you haven't yet. I love you so much. I will talk to you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.